Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. This has been a special programme this morning where, because it's the month of May, we're going to speak and share what we'd like to share with you on Our Lady. Just, to, as just by way of in, introduction, um, the reasons why we honour Mary this month. It's long been a, it's been a long-standing Catholic tradition to honour the Blessed Virgin Mary during the month of May. In most Catholic churches and even in many Catholic homes, a May altar is erected with the statue or picture of Mary and flowers and perhaps candles. The altar stands from May the 1st to May the 31st as a reminder of Mary's importance in the life of the church and in all our lives too. So why is the entire month of Mary given to honouring Mary? I suppose it was during the Middle Ages, the 11th century actually, that the idea of giving month of Mary to, uh, the month of May to Mary began with an old tradition, the 30-day devotion to Mary, which was originally held on the 15th of August to the 14th of September. During the month, special devotion to Our Lady was, to Mary was organised, and this custom, which began in Italy, eventually spread everywhere. I just come across today five reasons why it makes sense for us to honour Mary this month. Number one, Mary is Jesus' mother. She's the instrument of the incarnation, and her yes, or a fiat, made it possible for our Lord to become God-man, who was crucified for our salvation. She's the first and most perfect disciple. Mary was the first to hear the good news and the first to follow Christ. Her entire life was devoted to him and assisted him in whatever way she could to carry out his mission. Unaffected by original sin, she was able to perfectly open herself to God's will. She's your mum. She's our mum. No, really, she is. To put it simply, she's our mother because we're all members of the body of Christ. Since she gave birth to that body, then she's our mother too. At the moment she gave a fiat, she became our mother in the, in the order of grace. She may not have given birth to us physically, but she certainly has given birth to us spiritually. Fourthly, she loves you more than you can ever imagine. If she didn't, would she have endured the horror of seeing her son tortured, scourged, crowned with thorns, carried the cross, die a gruesome death? She did it for you and for me. Because she understood that Christ's passion and crucifixion was the only way to our salvation. And fifthly and lastly, not only is she our, is she our mother, but she's also our advocate and our helper, our benefactors and our mediatrix. Her job, so to speak, began at the moment she conceived Jesus in her womb and continues until this day. What's more, it will continue for all eternity. As the first and most perfect disciple, she's devoted to accompany him and continuing her saving office by interceding for us so that we may receive the gifts of eternal salvation. She's at work 24-7, 365 days a year, forever and forever and forever, whenever we need it. Michael, I just thought I might just share that little bit, just to give people an idea of the importance of Our Lady, but I know you've got a lot on Our Lady. I a little bit. I'd love to start, John, as well, by reading a little bit of Scripture. I'd love to bring all these things back to Scripture. And it's mm. um, from John's Gospel, chapter 19, 25 to 27. It says, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary of Magdala. Seeing his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near her, Jesus said to his mother, Woman, this is your son. Then to the disciple he said, This is your mother. And from that hour, 
the disciple took her into his home. This was the dying cry of Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. This is your mother. And um, I'd love to reflect a little bit on on that word mother. Please. Uh, Because Mary is our spiritual mother. She's the new Eve. And if we reflect on motherhood and mothers, John, we know that our earthly mothers never stopped caring for us and mm. worrying about us, as you said, about 24-7. Yeah. You know, whether the children are babies, whether they're teenagers, or even if they're adults, the mother still is That's looking right. out that they come to no harm, mm. and she's praying for them as well. The mothers are great to pray for mm. their children. Mm. And um, Mary is no different. Mm. And if we just look at Mary and just study her for a minute and look at the Annunciation, that big open heart she had. Nothing mm. was a problem. You know, be done to me, according to thy will. As long as it was God's will, it was no problem. Yeah. Next time we look at the visitation. What does the scripture tell us? She hurried off quickly to a town in the hill country of Judah and went into Elizabeth's house. Um, She quickly, you know, it used the word quickly. There was no delays. Mary went straight away Mm. to help her cousin Elizabeth. And we come to the wedding feast of Cana, who interceded for the couple, who spotted that the couple had no wine. So mm. Mary spotted it. And she said to her son, they have no wine. So there is Mary interceding with her son for the couple. For or We might think a very simple thing, you know, a thing that wasn't maybe too important in mm. you know, <laughs> our religious yeah. beliefs. Um, they had no, but she didn't want to see the couple embarrassed at the wedding feast. And um, straight away she interceded with her son. And you know, it's the very same today. Joe. That might have happened 2,000 years ago, but it's the very same today. Mary hasn't changed. If she sees that we need something, we have a problem, she will intercede with herself. A typical mother. A typical mother, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's one other thing, John, I would love to focus on, and I might be jumping (laughs) here now, but the third secret of Fatima. Yeah, okay. Before the third secret was revealed in the year 2000, you know, there was frantic um, anticipation of what it was. There was mm-hmm. hundreds of books written in this, all sorts of what I would call rubbish, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. because nobody knew the secret. Next thing, the secret was revealed, and people said, oh, so, was that it? <laughs> yes, yes, you know, yes. But I think it was something that wasn't studied, and I, I felt very little about it since it was revealed. I, you know, I, yes. Uh-huh. We, we know there's a reference to the Pope being shot, you know, the Pope going to the cross with bullets and arrows, but there is one little piece, John, and I think it has been completely missed in that third secret. Okay. And the children said, We saw an angel with a flaming sword in his left hand. Flashing, it gave out flames that looked as though they would set the world on fire. But they died out in contact with the splendor our lady radiated towards him from her right hand. So we see there, this angel, it looked as like he was going to set the world on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the rays from our lady's hand stop the road. Yeah, that's a and good point. Yeah, mm. I think that's well worth thinking about. Our ladies' love for us, yes. our love for mankind. She yes. doesn't want to see mankind decide, she doesn't want to see the world decide. You know, in Fatima, the very first apparition, they've been plagued, World War One was raging at the time, mm. and um, the very first minute she came, she said, pray the rosary in the war. Again, that stands for today. That wasn't just for 1917, it stands for today just yeah. as well. And we have wars, and we have plagues, and we have famines, and we'll always have them in, in the world, mm-hmm. but we have a great intercessor with God, Mary, the mother of Jesus. 
And just just remind listeners again, of course, um, the feast of Our Lady of Fatima is on this uh, this Wednesday coming. I think uh, February the thirteenth of May. It's actually the ninety eighth. <coughs> anniversary of the apparition we'll have the centenary in two years time and there's massive preparation of Fatima for the centenary where there'll be mob for that year of course they'll come from all over the world which hard to believe it's 100 years since Fatima Lucy only died a couple of years ago that's right before I finish there was one little bit in that scripture piece and it said from that hour the disciple made a place for her in his home Mm -hmm. the disciple made a place for Mary Again, scripture is for now. Scripture doesn't, you know, just something what happened 2,000 years ago. So scripture is asking us to make a place for Mary in our homes, in our hearts as well, of course, mm-hmm. but in our homes. There's some little reminder of Mary there, whatever it is, a may altar or yeah, yeah. a picture mm-hmm. or a statue or something, and say a little prayer to Mary for the month of May. Beautiful. Martina, Mary, Mary, something special for yourself as well. She is, because I suppose I was reared with, with the rosary, John, you know, at mm-hmm. home. And we always pray the rosary, and we thank God. I, I married a wonderful man who prays the rosary with me and his two children every night before we go to bed. Beautiful. And, um, you know, uh, before the lads go to in when, when they're in bed, I always go up to them and I put my hand on their forehead. And it was actually EWT, and one night I heard somebody saying how important it was touch your child before they go to sleep and say a prayer of blessing on them and I say may almighty God bless you may he give you his peace and may his face shine upon you and may our blessed lady tuck you into her immaculate heart oh, lovely. Uh, where you will sleep uh, uh, sleep, and then awake refreshed and renewed in body, mind and soul ready to take the joy of the gospel to the ends of the earth and they ask me for that now because they're so used to it yeah, but I, it was something that <coughs> I think it was maybe uh, Janet Benkovic from EWTN oh said yeah. mm. uh, her son <coughs> was in the war yep. and she asked, she tucked her son into the centre of the Immaculate Heart of Mary every single day and she asked her to make him invisible to the enemy. Wow. And that's he came that's home. faith. He came home alive. And I tend mm. to do that with either people or situations. I often ask Our Lady to just open our heart and just take whatever situation or person into it and mm. close the door of our heart so that they will remain safe, you know. But I, I was a knock um, two weeks ago, John, at the adoration, um, mm-hmm. the apostolate, the, 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 the day that we had on the Sunday. And I bought Fa- Father Andrew Apostoli's book, Fatima, for today. And, oh, my God, it's riveting read now. It's so mm. easy to read. But, like, it's it's a very detailed book altogether. But, you know, just thinking about the three children, my goodness me, they were so young and so innocent. And, again, as John said, like, he really stresses, you know, right through the book, Our Lady's continuous insistence on the need for the rosary to obtain world peace. And, like, today we've never, ever needed this, mm. you know, the peace. There, there's such a lack of peace in our in our world and even in our country <coughs> today. And you know, um, the, we, I've just read a piece about when the children were imprisoned, and you know, the, the, like the visionaries, they showed such heroic courage to suffer, and they got a wonderful grace from God, obviously. And you know, they would rather die than reveal the secrets that Our Lady revealed to them. But when they went into prison, you know, they were imprisoned, and they were obviously put in with adults, like they were m- mm. mostly men mm. there. But the, the, the presence of the innocent children softened the hearts of the prisoners, and. Um, Lucia took off a medal and asked one of the prisoners to put it up on the wall mm-hmm. with a nail and she knelt down and the two other uh, children no. knelt down with her and, th- and the prisoners knelt down with them mm. and they prayed mm. and one of the prisoners actually ended up having a concertina and he prayed an instrument in the prison Beautiful. and mm. the rest of them like actually knelt and prayed and like the, the, the prayer that happened in the cell changed the atmosphere in the prison 
and you know like grace came and mm. just transformed mm. you know mm. and i suppose really for us this 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 is the lesson that like if we if we're faithful to the rosary um, I have to talk about Dua on the first Saturday. They have a beautiful devotion there starting. They start the rosary at about 20 to 10 in the morning mm-hmm. on the first Saturday of every month. Mm-hmm. And we usually have two priests hearing confession before Mass. So you have all yeah, yeah. the criteria met mm-hmm. for the first Saturday devotions and they have the rosary and then they have they have consecration prayers to the Immaculate Heart and to the Sacred Heart. and Oh, they have such beautiful prayers and we have a beautiful Mass of Our Lady. And, um, you know, for people that don't know about it, come to Dua Church on the first Saturday of every month starting at 20 to 10 uh, you know for start beginning with the rosary but I suppose really like when you think of the purpose of the apparition in Knock like it was to help people to grow more in faith and mm-hmm. hope and love and everything else was intended to lead people to mm-hmm. this and you know I've just read in the book that you know the way when they were going to the cova when the children were mm, trying to yeah, yeah. and there was thousands there at this stage mm. people were trying to touch them and they were telling them to pray for my cousin who's crippled and pray for my son who's deaf and uh, Lucia um, kind of correlated it to you know when Jesus walked on this earth they wanted to touch him mm. so that he would be healed mm. but like people that were even had ha- only had a half faith there they still said, oh, well, maybe she is coming, and if she is, well, she can yeah, do something. Yeah, so they yeah, were shouting yeah. at them to, to bring <coughs> this petition <coughs> and that petition and the other. And she said that went with the territory then because they were so well known and like they were practically knocked as they were trying to get to the mm. cova to kneel and pray the rosary before Our Lady used to appear. So, John, one great thing at the moment, we should thank God, I suppose, for modern technology because it can be used for good things as well mm-hmm. as bad Very much so. But uh, every night at half past nine, you can get the international laws if in fact you can see it live on the web every you can. night mm. and um, it's wonderful you can join Everybody in the world, in the whole crowd in Fatima, all and the what website languages. is that? Uh, if you Google um, Fatima Live Cam oh webcam, right. you can get it up and um, you, you can, live. you can, yeah. And, and and actually, there's a link to it from our blog as well. And this week, I know I'll be, I'll be mentioned, so they mentioned it to you on the notices that the in, the international rose is on on, th- on Tuesday night, this Tuesday night, an international mass. Yeah, you see, the the eve is a very big night in Fatima on mm. the twelfth. Mm. Um, it starts at half nine it goes on until the book we'll have 12 o'clock that's right then on the morning of the 13th it'll be starting around half nine again I think the rose will quite nearly 12 o'clock with the international mm-hmm. mass but that. just to give some idea I, I mean there'll be a million people there I was there when there was a million people there. that's a that's a lot of people <laughs> it didn't actually get uh, get much of a mention on national news but, but, but that's happening all the time but you know you mentioned about the rosary and I couldn't help but thinking about you know and there, you know, and and all the mothers, and I know myself, and I was speaking about it on the way in, and Anne was saying that uh, that the roses mean so much to mothers and so on and so forth, and how many times have you, how many, you know, how many times have you prayed for the children, or you prayed for me a few times for work, you prayed for yourself <laughs> for work. It's a it's a wonderful prayer, and you find if you do. Say the rosary. It's very has a calming effect yeah, on the it's family. Peace comes, you know. And it's kind of lost now. With it the mm. it's, which is a shame, really. But it's one thing that the children always remember. You know, <laughs> the you know the children might forget certain things. You know, they might be going to mass and so on. So, but when they come home and mum says, "Listen, we're going to say the rosary," they know what to do. Okay. <laughs> you know, and they know what the beads are for. Mm-hmm. Now, all right, as Michael would often say, and it's very scriptural too. 
mm-hmm. because yeah. each one of those decades meditates on mm-hmm. part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Martini, yeah. um, I have a funny story to tell you. There was a woman in Mexico and she had a great devotion to Our Lady of Lourdes mm. and she went every year to Lourdes and anyway, she was living a certain distance from Guadalupe but anyway, there was a big a big thing happening in Guadalupe and she went to her priest and said, Oh, Father, I wonder would Our Lady of Lourdes be very upset if I didn't go to Lourdes this year and go to Guadalupe instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the reason I'm telling that story is I haven't, uh, 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 I, I've just come across a beautiful um, devotion It's and, and it's to another lady, but mm-hmm. the same lady, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's Our Lady of Good Success. Okay, can tell me. And uh, if you Google Our Lady of Good Success on, on, on YouTube, you'll find, um, I'd say the first person that will come up will be a guy called Matthew Arnold. And yeah, he yeah. works for he works he has his own um, uh, production company and he has DVDs and CDs. But Lighthouse Catholic Media, this mm-hmm. is how I came across it. Mm-hmm. We have them in Abbey Field, and they have they had a CD on on Our Lady of Good Success. But he went to Quito. It was in Quito in Ecuador. She mm-hmm. appeared mm-hmm. four hundred years ago oh. to uh, an abbess nun called Blessed um, Mariana de Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus. That's G- Torres, mm-hmm. um, and. She, he went in 2007 with nothing but a camera and a prayer and he hoped to make a documentary film about Our Lady of Good Success in gratitude for her patronage to his company Pro Multis Media and his leap of faith was rewarded because doors just flew open for him. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it was funny, she appeared 400 years ago, she prophesied so many things. Now, the church has approved this devotion mm-hmm. since the year 1611 but it, it, it has been unheard of practically only in the last maybe decade, but she prophesied that. Mm. And she said that that she predicted great upheaval in the church in the late 20th century, early 21st century, and but assured Mother Mariano de Jesu Torres that in the end, rest- restoration of the Catholic Church mm. would mm. precisely come when all would seem lost and paralysed. Yeah. Mm. And it's through devotion to Our Lady of Good Success. I've just finished a novena to her. Good God. Yeah. Good God. I googled it, and it's it's just she's the most extraordinary um, prophecies. Yes. And very very like clear and like you can't. There's no confusion in them, you know. Yeah. yeah. And there's a beautiful actually one of, one of when she appeared to Mother Mariana, she she told her I want a statue made, and she has Jesus in one hand and she has a crozier in the other, and. Um, she told Mar- Mother Mariana to, to take off her, the little cord around her waist mm-hmm. to measure her. But when Mother Mariana did that, it was too short. Mm-hmm. And Jesus mm-hmm. put out his, his finger, touched the cord, and it stretched oh, wow. up to the very top of her head. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, and, yeah. you know, yeah, and there yeah. goes, like, it's just, you know. So it's, it's a lovely thing to, to read on, on, on the net. Beautiful. But, Michael, going back again, uh, there's the, the so many times, and, and uh, Matthias just shared a bit with us there, you know, there's so many times when Our Lady has appeared to the human race at various times. Especially in times of great distress and great mm. trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, knock. knock. Ireland was in a terrible situation mm. at the time after the famine. Like, you know, mm. People were desperate. Our Lady, you know, um, Medjugorje in Yugoslavia before the yes. Civil War, the mm. you know, Fatima during the First World War. Like, you know, right. Times of terrible trouble and distress. She always seemed to come to the comfort of it, to warn people, of course, too, yeah. and to give them the way out, to give them the answer, which is turning back to Jesus. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I suppose, I keep repeating, you know, sometimes this impression out there that marrying devotion is only for Catholics now. But marrying devotion is very scriptural, John, as we mm. know from the, from the Bible. <laughs> Well, I, I, I tell you, I, I, sh- I shared this before. I was in a lady at Washington's shrine a, a number of years ago, 
and um, there there's also an Anglican shrine there as well as Catholic and when myself and Anne visited the Anglican shrine there uh, one evening they were praying the Angelus they were also praying the Rosary and what they'd done as people came in and left their petitions the the vicar picked out a few petitions and read them we will now pray for so-and-so, 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 and pray the next decade of the rosary. To me, Michael, the, the, the devotion and the faith in that was something. There's a wonderful story told about a Protestant that went to Medjugorje. He went to see what was happening there, and he was taught this was all idolatry, you know, that mm. they were worshipping Our Lady and all this. And he eventually said, but he said, everybody is going to Mass and they're going to confession. Just Jesus, they're going. But mm. see, he hadn't realised that Our Lady directs you to Jesus. That's right, mm-hmm. that's right. She always directs you to her son. Now, she doesn't come for the, the glory herself. We know that f- from the Magnificat. That's right, yeah. yeah. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that certainly is a lovely... It's a lovely um, hymn to play. We might just go out with that one. But in the meantime, we might go for a bit of music now to finish off the second part. And this one, Michael, you decided that this one would be a good one made to play. This one uh, is entitled Queen of the May, and it's by our own Frank Patterson from Faith of Our Fathers album. So let's hear this. Bright angels o'er us 
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.